0: This is an emergency podcast by the Audio Cilantro Podcast,
1: the world's last living podcast.
0: I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined by Matt.
1: And today we've got something real special for you. So with the resurgence of zombies and pop culture, I thought it'd be fun to uh, revisit, or for some people, visit for the first time, uh, the government's actual zombie survival plan.
0: Con plan eight 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 eight. You can find this online. It's uh, pretty detailed. And all all uh, seriousness aside, this is meant as you know meant to be. A, it's a training exercise. Yeah. Um, but it has a lot of really cool detailed things that, um, in the case of a real life zombie apocalypse, which for some reason I'm insisting on putting myself in right now. Um, in my imagination, of course.
1: Yeah, so what's your personal zombie survival plan? Um... Because reading this document, I'm like, oh shit, this is way harder than I originally thought it would be. Yeah. I like a lot.
0: Well, the amount of zombies (laughs) that they list could be actual zombies. Because you always think of just, you know, the undead. Kind of like Last of Us or, um... The other zombie show, the popular one. What is that one called? Walking, Walking Dead. Yeah. You always just think of, you know, undead chasing you, trying to eat you and infect you. And but really there's like so many different kinds. Apparently you could have evil magic zombies, which is absolutely frightening. Well, um, it's
1: funny because like reading this uh, document, you can clearly see each specific, you know, uh, yeah. inspiration for each part of the plan. Yeah. But, uh, if I mean, if we're assuming that
0: they're the typical zombie that just chases you and tries to kill you or turn you into a zombie, I think my first tactic, um, if I was in a city like we are here in Denver,
1: I would probably... So are we going with the standard uh, PZs, the pathogenic yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. zombies? PZs. <laughs> it was a
0: pathogenic zombie. Yeah. Um, I think I would shelter in place. I would try to avoid the roads because... Um, ski traffic is already crazy. I can't even imagine zombie traffic of everybody trying to get out after you know everybody finds out what's going on. Um, everybody's probably gonna go to the mountains, uh, which sounds like a good plan if everybody didn't think it was a good plan. So I'd probably stay here, try to find a you know, try to keep all my food, probably duct tape on some some uh, <laughs> magazines on my forearms, <laughs> get my weapons together and uh shelter in place for a few days eat what i have and then hopefully after everything dies down i'll go into the world and (laughs) scavenge
1: well the thing that i thought was the craziest was uh what it said about the water situation like uh let, let me see if i can pull up a quote rain will be vitally important to human survival if civil water supplies are cut off humans will have to rely on other means to obtain water groundwater from streams and rivers will be unreliable since it will be difficult to determine if groundwater is a vector for zombie infection damn it so i'm like oh my god that makes it so much harder that does so like the second you know it goes down you're just fill up all the sinks and bathtubs <laughs> we need our treated water and toilets too
0: like nobody ever does that but so that aquifer that's in the toilet um it shouldn't evaporate or anything you know it's kind of concealed so think of all the the aquifers and all these toilets you could just go around to all your neighbors and just take the water out of the back of the toilet <laughs> i was thinking about that because nobody ever does that in the shows or anything. They're like, we need water. It's like, well, there shouldn't be a ton of water in the aquifer. You know, It's not like going to leak out. We can't flush Josh drink at all. All <laughs> oh, the toilets are stopped up. <laughs> Josh, stop it. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, that's uh, the other
1: thing that like no one addresses in yeah. these shows is you don't see them poop.
0: That's true. They never they never use the restroom. Which like
1: that would be the scariest part in the zombie apocalypse.
0: Pants down.
1: <laughs> Just like trying down. to run away from the zombie with your pants around your ankles. <laughs> oh Jesus!
0: <laughs> That's terrible. I think they showed that in the uh, that funny zombie movie. Um, the one where he's like double tap and it goes to all the rules. Oh, uh-
1: what was that? It was um, Zombie Land.
0: Zombie Land, yeah. The guy got eat with eaten with his pants down. That, yeah.
1: What year did that movie come out? Two thousand eight, I think. Yeah, that was like during the first big boom, which is why we're talking about it now. Because I'm kind of feeling a little bit of a second coming, revival of the dead, perhaps. Revival of the dead, exactly. Or we'll just have the real one. Like we've got Last of Us, um, that was popping off recently, uh, and. I've also really been enjoying the Resident Evil 4 remake. Did you ever play those?
0: Yeah, I did, but I was pretty young, so I stopped playing it after a (laughs) while. (laughs) I did play um, Dead Space. That was kind of a zombie-alien game, um, which was also equally as frightening. Oh my gosh, just thinking about it, it gives me the chills
1: it's funny because that's like also considered in this plan and you got your space zombies space zombies let's actually run through the types that they sure go through so you've got your uh standard pathogenic zombies referred to in the plan as PZs. it's anything like created by bacteria or virus or i think the last of us zombies would also fit into this yeah although fungus in the show this bugged me like they didn't transmit by spores no
0: well kind of i guess cuz like initially it was the food source that was contaminated and that would be a spore right but then later yeah, on it's but just like they tentacles
1: just, <laughs> like mouth tentacles <laughs> and they're like going to kiss you it's very weird <laughs> give me that yeah face. like in the Video game, it was actually spores. Yeah, there was spores. Were they airborne which was or? What caused Joel to finally be like, "Oh, Ellie actually is immune." Yeah, it was airborne. They had to wear gas masks for portions.
0: Oh, really? There's yeah. Like...
1: Anyway, like that was a really weird creative decision. Hmm. Uh, you got your radiation zombies, so. Zombies created by an extreme dose of radiation, electromagnetic or particle radiation. Evil magic zombies, so, you know, necromancy, created by some sort of evil magic. Space zombies, which is the dead space you were talking about, um, created by toxic contamination from some sort of extraterrestrial thing.
0: Zombie satellites? (laughs)
1: Weaponized zombies, uh, so biomechanically engineered as the 2B weapons. This is the Resident Evil ones. Or your standard meth head <laughs> with a gun. Bath salts in Florida, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other real type of zombie. Vegetarian zombies. So this is the one um, that took inspiration from Plants vs. Zombies. And I actually, reading through this list, this one is the most scary to me, because I didn't even consider, like, when it's outside of a silly game, just how detrimental that would be to everything. Um, They just eat all the plant life. (laughs) Yeah, just all the plant life gone, all the cereal grains gone, they even eat trees. They're just watching you while they gnaw on a tree. (laughs) So when you see like survivalists, you know they're out there hunting. Yeah, their food's food would be on like That's true. what would they eat? It would just be so bad. <laughs> That's true. And uh, Josh's favorite, the chicken zombies, which
0: is the only one that I've seen to be real right now. I'm from the town where Mike the headless chicken comes from, and he's uh, you might not know who mike the headless chicken is but uh he was a chicken that had his head cut off because they were gonna eat him and he stayed alive for like weeks or something crazy some crazy amount of time they actually have a festival for it but yeah chicken zombies they're real
1: (laughs) the funny thing is like what's listed in the document is different than how mike came about wasn't it co2 or something uh carbon monoxide um to euthanize Mm. hens that can no longer lay eggs and uh you know they just come back (laughs) they come back (laughs) because i guess the farmers messed up in that yeah and they go until their organs fail or something like that um but was what was interesting about mike is like it kind of lines up with how typical zombie um lore presents them as because Mm -hmm. what happened is from what i understand the guy was trying to get as much neck meat as possible when decapitating the chicken Mm -hmm. so he cut it way high up and there was just a little bit of brain stem left but that was enough that the chicken's like yeah i'm fine
0: yeah enough to do the basic stuff much like a zombie there's no soul left it's just (laughs) basic needs are satisfied yeah, that's true. That's crazy. And then uh, it goes into the defensive operations and how how effectively the military would would be against you know these zombie threats authorized by POTUS to use military resources to eradicate it, <laughs> try to contain it.
1: Yeah, it is interesting to, like, think about that, just how hard of a problem it would be to deal with, you know, survival aside.
0: Logistically.
1: Because <laughs> they only die when they're shot in the head. You have to burn the bodies, and in scenarios like, um, you're walking deads everyone who dies even normally just automatically becomes a zombie because everyone's infected already.
0: That's terrifying. That's terrifying. So in their plan, they go over, basically, um, I'll just gloss over it, but it talks about understanding it, training for it, containing the zombie apocalypse, and then eradicating it. And generally what i got from this was that the idea is they want to they treat it much like they would like a pandemic like covid they want to just get everything as quickly back to normal normalcy as possible um and they talk a lot about the economy in it which i found really funny um
1: oh yeah what they have to say about that
0: so it talks about how they just so they they related normalcy and standards of living to the economy so they want people to get back to work and producing things because that's considered like our standard of living hinges yeah i, I on guess that. that's a but good metric like but um, that's like the last thing i'm thinking about when i'm when a zombie apocalypse happens and, you know i'm not like oh let's you, get back to work i need you're, to you're going from like
1: <laughs> Apartment to apartment Drinking their toilet water <laughs> When can I go back to the office yeah, When can I go back to the office <laughs> When can I take this
0: damn mask off <laughs> Come on <laughs> When do I get my stimulus check <laughs> Oh jeez. Yeah but it has basic plan Execution mission statement <laughs> It is pretty official um, Which I Thoroughly enjoyed
1: I mean, I, I would say, uh, you know, look it up yourself because there are some nuggets of uh, greatness in there. Uh, such as the way they described the vegetarian zombies, just like so dry and academic. Like, this was so funny to me. I'll just read you the quote. Of note, where the carnivorous zombie commonly groans the word brains semi-comprehensibly vz's the vegetarian zombies can be identified by their aversion to humans affinity to for plants and their tendency to semi-comprehensibly groan the word grains (laughs) so like this whole thing is just filled with quotes like that and they're talking about um how it relates to the U.S., while the U.S. enjoys several asymmetric advantages in, against zombie infections originating in the Eurasian landmass, these advantages can easily be, be negated by air and sea travel that could transport the source of a zombie infection to North and South America. For, farther, asteroids and nuclear space radiation that can convert people into zombies can affect any landmass or population on earth like just the fact that you know they wrote that is so funny to me
0: <laughs> i love the satellite zombies it's under the space zombie it says zombie satellites can be classified as scs however they pose no danger to humans Typically, zombie satellites only pose a threat to the SATCOM services like DirecTV. (laughs) (laughs) Refer to Galaxy 15 Incident, May 2010. I don't know what that is, but I guess a zombie in space just crashing into satellites. Disrupting our our DirecTV (laughs) and and other satellite things. So Matt, imagine if you will put yourself in a scenario okay zombie apocalypse it's day one and the only thing that's really come out so far is that you've you've seen someone eat somebody else and they changed into a zombie or what looks like a zombie and they chase another person so you've kind of put it together what's going on what do you do
1: I'm probably like one of the people who'd be boring about this. I'd just hold up as long as I could. Um, I love your toilet water plan. Perfect. Perfect. It's great. Yeah. Delicious. Now that everybody knows, it's uh, not viable anymore. <laughs> Instead of running out to buy all the toilet or toilet paper, I run out and buy all the mayo. <laughs> all those like so you'd hold up. You just go to your house and you'd hold up
0: there for as long as you could
1: yeah you mentioned like going to the mountains and before i read this plan i'm like yeah i kind of like that but when they were like what about the rainwater Mm. because you're not necessarily poor people in phoenix all dead (laughs) yeah i mean there shouldn't be a city in phoenix anyways like big desert cities why hmm
0: I understand that. So, okay. All right. So you would just hold up. Nothing fancy. You wouldn't go on a killing spree.
1: You wouldn't go raid some big TVs or anything like that. Oh, I- I'm, I'm 100% sure that my morals would erode so fast in <laughs> <after> the circumstances. <laughs> That's so true. Um, all right. Like, it, it would be a horrifying version of Home Alone <laughs> where the injuries are actually realistic. Okay.
0: I'm interested with this next scenario. So next scenario. You're holed up in your house. You, you've survived this long. It's I guess just once you. I
1: get hungry, that's when the morals would start to erode. Yeah. Once there's no food, I'm like,
0: hmm. Okay, so everything's <laughs> kind of died down a little bit. Most people have been eaten, okay? There's like, you know, we'll say there's. you're in Denver. You're at your house. There's 10% of people left. So it's it's rare to see somebody else. You'll see zombies meandering on the streets downtown, you know, looking for someone else to eat, but there's no one else to eat. It's just you. What do you do then?
1: Do you ever see that uh, movie um, with Will Forte, I want to say? Or it's a show. Last Man on Earth.
0: No, I don't think I have.
1: So the concept runs out pretty quick. Because they have to introduce other people at some point. Okay. But he's just going around being a slob.
0: Oh, like eating things and... Yeah, stealing
1: stuff. fancy art. Just... Oh, yeah. Absolute luxury (laughs) in an end of the world scenario. Huh.
0: Well, what would you do, Matt? Would you go look for survivors? Would you go hunt down zombies? Would you go loot? Would Uh, you be one of the crazy murderer people? The crazy murders. Yeah.
1: I actually think I'd do better in the whole scarcity thing Mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, I'm like. You're competing with the people and the zombies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's always the most compelling thing about these shows uh, and other media properties is the fact that the zombies aren't necessarily the biggest threat once the people know what's up, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. They'll adapt and they'll probably kill other humans because the other humans are taking their resources, which is what you see time and time again in all these shows. Um, I, for one, I know that this is all theoretical, but I'd probably be the first zombie. I'm pretty positive about that. No, you'd be drinking toilet water for years. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you come over. How would we get a hold of each other? Okay, so assume that all the cell phones are down, no internet, nothing like that. How would we, if we needed to communicate, smoke signals? <laughs> you could the see apartment them. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know. Like, I feel like it'd be really dangerous in a scenario for seeking pigeons other survivors. Messenger you know, once pigeons. there's not that many people,
0: I'd be the messenger pigeon guy.
1: You, you kind of like in John Wick, up the coops,
0: the king. Um, yeah, I'd enjoy it. Okay, all right. What would your weapon of choice be?
1: Uh, probably something blunt, right?
0: Like a baseball bat? Yeah, something club. like that. Not, you wouldn't do like a chainsaw or a
1: weed well, whacker? you'd run out of fuel pretty quick, wouldn't you? Also, the other thing that no one ever talks about in these scenarios is the fact that gas can go bad after a few years. Mm. Yeah, and it evaporates. Yeah, so that just would... Be really bad. yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. But they always have cars. They keep talking about how the car batteries keep going dead. But, yeah, I guess the fuel thing would be more important. That nobody, in this day and age, nobody knows how to do anything. You know what I mean? Nobody knows how to fix their car. And even if you did know how to fix your car, they make it so hard to fix your car anyway.
1: Like, oh, do you have the correct uh, computer that can read the problems? Yeah, like, can you you start
0: a fire? Can you hunt? (laughs) can you farm can you make water drinkable potable See, so many different things can I, you chop down a tree
1: you i know? do okay up until there was uh food problems because with what little gardening i've done like <laughs> i i have so much respect for the farmers <laughs> you're like, just
0: a plant killer <laughs>
1: Dude, it's so fucking hard. (laughs) Instead of a green thumb, you have a death thumb. Because anything you touch dies. And if it's the vegetarian zombies, game over.
0: Well, I'm just looking out out the window right now. And I live next to um, a river. And I'm just looking at all these geese. I would just hunt geese from my window. Put a line on the end of an arrow. Just drag it up. The zombie chickens have infected them. <laughs> <laughs> zombie geese. That's terrifying. Have you ever seen a goose attack somebody? That's how it would go down. Zombie geese.
1: The valuable lesson Just for a toddler.
0: Chasing people over the <laughs> around the park. But uh so in The
1: Last of Us, they have the um
0: that and you know the name of this. The
1: cordyceps fungus.
0: Yep. And most popularly I think it's it's in ants, right? Another other insects?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it only affects insects.
0: So things with exoskeletons. So essentially what it does is once it infects the hosts, say like an ant, what the ant will do, the infected ant will do, is it'll climb as high as it can go into the trees, into the uh, brush or whatever, and it'll go where ants are traveling and The host will sit there, latch on for dear life to like a leaf or a branch, die, and then the fungus will shoot out of its head and then release spores onto the other ants that are down below. So, like, just it infects its brain to the point where it like instinctually just wants to go as high as it can. Yeah. And I also researched the other side of this, which it's uh, called Toxoplasma gondii. And what that does is it actually infects rats. But the uh, Toxoplasma gondii can only reproduce inside of felines, like cats. And so since it can only reproduce in cats and spread, what the rats do when it affects a rat is it makes the rat instinctually want to go to where it can smell cat urine and feline urine so that it can get eaten so that the toxoplasma gondii can reproduce inside the cat.
1: Cat people also get toxoplasmosis.
0: Yeah, like? yep. And when it gets into people, what what it's said that happens is that, um, and I only looked at a brief study on it, but it, it researched that people who are infected with this actually are more statistically likely to get into like car accidents and things like that. Which I thought was interesting. That's actually crazy. Yeah, like it, like statistically, they're they're more drawn towards like dangerous things, like going faster, things like that. And I thought that was crazy because actually a huge percentage of people actually have that in them. Um, I thought it was. I think it was like thirty percent or something like that. I'd have to look again. But it, it's crazy. And even from the Last of Us, which was the um, same fungus that infects the ants cordyceps yeah Um, in there it says that humans (laughs) in the show I think it's the first episode it has like a news broadcast or an interview or something where it talks about how a fungus can't survive over 96 degrees inside of a human
1: yeah I kind of liked how they prefaced it with that Mm -hmm.
0: and then they talked about uh, global warming and how global warming would force the fungus to adapt and then in the fungus adapting to warmer temperatures, it would be able to live inside of a human uh, human body temperature. But I researched it, and I was kind of upset to find out that, you know, there's already fungal infections like yeast infections um, and things so like that. So I got that.
1: that number for you. It's 11% of people, um, 6 and older in the United States, that uh, have toxoplasmosis. Dang. That's still Although, a toxoplasmosis isn't a fungus. It's um a protozoan. So, like, single-celled parasite.
0: Oh, great. So, it's a parasite, not a fungus. Either way, horrifying.
1: <laughs> but it's, like, in that same v- behavioral vein as yeah. the cordyceps.
0: Yeah. But, like, humans can already get infected with certain types of fungus.
1: What I thought was interesting is like this made me think wait is there ever been like an epidemic or pandemic with the fungus and just because of the complex life cycles you know for the fungus to reproduce it's it just doesn't happen hmm. but since you were mentioning like um the um shit <laughs>
0: Toxoplasma gondii
1: yeah since you were mentioning uh fungal infections even though they're more difficult i think it's or difficult to transfer they're also a lot more difficult to uh cure like Mm. antifungal drugs it's not like you're targeting some specific small organism because uh fungus is a uh multicellular organism you're also hurt the host when you do Uh. antifungular drugs huh okay so putting aside like what we do and plans and you know the science behind that which i actually do like how it's uh you know it feels semi-plausible unlike a lot of the other zombie properties But what did you think of the last of us show you didn't play the game right you were just a show vr
0: yep just watched the show um i thought it was really good i really enjoy it i think it's compelling and i like i like how it moves from when the zombie apocalypse happens and the main issue is the zombies to okay we can kind of deal with the zombies but now the biggest issue are the people and uh, I think that's a really natural and, and feasible, you know, path of trajectory for a zombie, an actual zombie apocalypse. At first, it would be, oh my God, zombies are crazy. Oh wait, they're kind of dumb. We can deal with them and avoid them and control them and contain them. To, oh my God, humans are insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, like
0: social structure, laws, everything's broken down, and now we're just these primal beings that not only do we have to deal with the zombies, but now we have to deal with crazy people and the people become the bigger issue. And I think that's a pretty common thread in all of these shows is that over time, the zombies become just a nuisance and the people become the main issue is learning how to survive with people. Yeah.
1: Like that, that's all good zombie media. Yeah. It it always
0: has a common trajectory. Unless it's
1: about the spectacle, you know? Yeah. Or it's just people going nuts, mowing stuff down.
0: I wonder what the, I wonder what the like psychological pull is for humans to really enjoy zombie pop culture and stuff like that. There has to be something in our heads that just wants to get more and more of that concept.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's like
0: why are we like this? <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's meant to describe like the human nature you know like the extreme side of human nature where we're just craving our basic needs and like we'll brush everything else aside and hurt our fellow man to get to
1: those basic needs it's like our zombie self and also you can think of it like the society wide version (coughs) of looking at a car crash oh yeah because like what we've been doing talking on this podcast is like what would you do you know putting yourself in the scenario Also, I think a little bit of that is, like, imagine how freeing a zombie society would be, putting everything awful aside, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Mm -hmm. That is interesting. I wonder if it would go the opposite way. Instead of people being evil and, like, wanting to kill each other for resources and stuff, we all just, like, work together and create this utopian society.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'd like to think that, but then... I saw people punching each other over toilet paper.
0: That's true. That's true. (laughs) We were so divided, and it wasn't even like a huge deal.
1: That—that's the funny thing. Um, Looking at all these things, when you try and put yourself in the thing, like Uh scenario, societal behavior is so much different than you on an individual level. It's not even the same thing. Because you look at the people in the scenarios, how stupid? Why would they do that? And then you see how people behaved during COVID and you're like, nope, the filmmakers were totally on point. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They knew exactly what was going (laughs) to happen. Isn't there a statistic about that? Like science fiction
0: usually becomes science fact over time? I haven't heard about that. Yeah. It was like, if you... Like things that are brought up in pop culture, like that are science. Art imitates life. Yeah, it actually is pretty plausible, and that's what makes it a good, good content. Is that eventually it actually a lot of the time comes true. Science, I think it's science fiction is just science fact that hasn't happened yet, or something like that.
1: Okay, yeah, I
0: can. It's really interesting, but that's what makes it so frightening. Because if you look at all (laughs) the science fiction stuff, like oh my god, (laughs) we're screwed. But
1: that's the other thing, right? Would you really want to, you know, read or watch or play a property where everyone's like, there's no conflict, we love each other. (laughs) No.
0: You know? We have a drive for conflict and problems. We're problem solvers. Humans create their own problems so that we can solve them.
1: (laughs) So we'd probably create zombies. I mean, there's some zombie scenarios that look fun whereas others it's just like no that is just pure horror
0: like resident evil that's just pure horror
1: but like okay so the nazi zombies the call of duty mode i I love that it's so fun being in that scenario in real life that would be so bad (laughs) that would be so bad yeah like it's fun because it's frantic the real life it'd just be you know
0: the mystery box would be fun.
1: <laughs> the mystery, oh yeah. The ray gun.
0: <laughs> but yeah, all jokes aside, I think it's really compelling to to imagine like what you would do. And I implore I implore the listener to to really imagine that because you can
1: you can get yeah. Pro tip: the toilet water, toilet potable. water.
0: Potable. Yeah. Only only our twelve listeners are going to know that, so I think we're safe. The there. twelve survivors. Yeah. All right, I'd like to end on a quote, Matt. Sure. This is from Graham Park. Oh, yeah? My zombie apocalypse plan is simple but effective. I fully intend to die in the very first wave. That concludes the end of our emergency podcast. Stay safe out there. Kill as many zombies as you can. (laughs) And we'll see you next time where we have planned a wonderful interview with a sommelier. And we'll be drinking wine and having a good time. Have a good rest of your week.